there's a joke about Morgan Freeman where oh he says wow. that he doesn't that he he narrates life and then you know planet earth makes it so like right. he says it first and then like a penguin yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. mates with another penguin that's how Tramel is with this podcast <sighs> like we don't appear until Tramel starts the intro you got you guys don't appear until right exactly right all of you listeners hit him with the intro again Tramel okay Early. I'm on I'm my funk flex shit today. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Rich Friend, <laughs> the, the elevated conversation brought to you by Tequila Avion. My name is Matthew Tremel. We're joined by my right-hand man, Mark Anthony Green. <laughs> today, we are drinking some uh, good old-fashioned old-fashions. Uh, some Avion Añejo with some agave nectar and a bit of bitters. So, cheers up. Yeah. Um, what up, man? What's going on? What's up, bro? So... Saying that you're on your funk flex shit today, does that mean that you feel? Um, I just growled, and that was okay. the only reason why I said I was on my funk flex okay. shit. Okay, all right. Okay. Other than that, we have nothing in common. Okay, good. Well, I'll... that and we had an extensive lugs collection. Okay, yeah. I right. had a, I had like forty two pair of lugs in the size adult nine. Yeah. When I was like nine years old, lugs. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the catchphrase. It was good. Fuck. They had like a tagline. I can't remember. Shabazz, you know Shabazz. She just did like a whole lugs thing yeah, yeah. for like the yeah. commemoration of her uh, electric service. Shout out to Shabazz. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. What is lugs Avion Tequila's uh, catchphrase? We should make up one on the spot for him. Um, Tequila Avion. You've never been sexier. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nailed it. You crushed first. it. <laughs> Tequila Avion. You've never, first, but it's got to be like a dude with an accent. First try. Crushed. What, what, yeah. What would be the rich friend tagline? I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. Taglines. I mean, catchphrases. Are they good? Do people still uh, This do? is what it would be. What? <laughs> this is what it would be. Rich friend. Mm-hmm. The elevated conversation brought to you by Tequila Avion. Mm-hmm. Catchphrase. Tramella's always right. Um, Maybe. Mark Anthony Green's always wrong. Mm. I'm cool. I'm cool with that being the catchphrase. <laughs> Doesn't make it true. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like if you drink tequila avion, you still don't look sexier. Catchphrases are kind <laughs> of you know they don't need to be true. Catch just like are they? Are, do people still catchphrases aren't really? When was the last show that where there was a character that had like a catchphrase legitimately? That had you're a fired. That was probably wow. the, that was probably the most recent one, right? What's what's more recent than that? Wow, you're fired is such an ill catchphrase, too. I hate to give that man any compliments. It but fucking kind of tight. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of tight, right? That's hot, I guess. Paris Hilton, which is around the same time. I don't think that there was. I don't think there's like a. I don't know. Rappers have a lot of catchphrases, ad libs and stuff. That counts as catchphrases, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, wow. Though I mean, you know what's funny? I bet you people think. That when we start this podcast, we're like, okay, let's talk about catchphrases. <laughs> no, right. let me tell y'all. Right. Let me give y'all right. the run of show. Right. This okay. Is the, this is this magic happens in real time, guys. Tramella's on his phone looking at something smart and arty. This is the- okay. I walk in. I walk in characteristically 10, 15 minutes late. Eating gummies. Yeah, eating eating some type of candy that's gonna kill me. Mm-hmm. We catch the tail end of some like luxurious conversation that Mark Anthony Green is having with some like executive and some like <sighs> like some just glass office somewhere. And and then true, you know, he, he, and he, then we he sit down he, and do the podcast. He, he acknowledges us when he's ready. He's uh, just giving droves of gifts. I'm giving nothing. 
<laughs> you know? No, 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 no. It's it's all it's always. And good then we times. just sit down and do it. Yeah, it's always good times. It's always magic. Have you heard? Do you have you heard about meme magic? No, what's that? Meme magic is like that's actually what like people who troll online think that they use to like sway <laughs> in the real world, and they like call that. it meme magic. And it's like actually it's actually pretty like dark, but it's like because they're like, oh, let's use it to like undermine like democracy but they're like they have little things that are like um like i don't even know like a good example or like a good parallel because i didn't really use i never used forums or i was never on forums and shit really but yeah but like there was uh there's like when you post on a forum you get like a random number attached to the post it right. just generates one and they have some numerical system where it's like if there's doubles in the post number then that's like the magic is real and, like, whatever they said is going to happen. So, like, there, there's, like, a whole... I don't know. It's, like, it's really crazy. And there's, like, a whole sort of, like, That's cult sick. around. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's, like... Was sick. You, I don't know. I you mean, millennials. How, How old are you, Jamel? I haven't asked yeah. you in so long. <laughs> I'm fucking um, five. That's our tagline. Yeah, that is good. That's the tagline. Yeah, definitely. Yo, I used to be on Nike Talk. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. I was on yeah. Nike Were Talk on? Heavy, and they just celebrated like a anniversary, like a 15, 20 year. I think it was like a twenty year. That's birthday really? or something. Some uh, maybe I'm wrong on the number. Don't we don't fact check, obviously. But right. But I used to be. I was neon soul soul spelled. I was neo soul soul spelled S O L E, obviously, because it's that's a sneaker so, form. That's so. Nineteen eighty eight neo soul. That's neo amazing. soul. I was out here though. Hell yeah! And I was in Kansas City. I was like bullying all the kids. Did you forge relationships on the forms that carried into your profession? Yo, career? I forged a few, and now like two of them actually work at Nike. Right. Right. And I'm at GQ. Right. And it's like, yo, we met each other as like mm -hmm. dirtbag kids who, mm -hmm. you know, were obsessed with Nike SBs. Like mm -hmm. that was my thing. And I would go to the skate shop, mm -hmm. and it was the only place in, like, the Midwest at the time that would even get them. It was, like, one place there, one place in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, this random place in Kansas City got them. So, like, I like I had a bunch of skater friends growing up, mm -hmm. like, when I was in high school. Right. But it had nothing to do with my life. Like, well, our only connection were Nike SBs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I would be on all the shop. forums. Yeah. yeah. That's so that, crazy. It's kind of cool. I Yeah, I mean, I never, like, understood... Not I never understood for I was just like oh like forums I know that they exist but it's like you have to have landed in one and then just planted roots and like been there you know what I mean right. for it to like work as like I think uh, yeah you know what but I you mean know, did I was, you did you like did, when you you just knew you were like oh yeah Nike Talk that's where shit information is that I want so I'm gonna go there yes that's crazy and it, and it one thing I never like it was the first time I ever met people. And this is how all people are on the internet now. Mm -hmm. But, like, that don't like anything. Right. Because I'm coming from Kansas. Like, this is brand new to me. Right. The fact that I could, like, take a pair, I could take a picture of a pair of sneakers. Yeah. And people could be like, oh, I can't believe you got those. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, that was so positive. That was, yeah. like, such a positive thing to me. Yeah. Or, like, I didn't get them, but you got them. So, I'm like, oh, man, that's so dope. Like, that's how I came at it because I was a little right. square from Kansas City. Right. But, like, they were, like, trolling and stuff. Yeah. And, like, it was, I was missing it. <laughs> Right, like I'm right, sure that they right. were trolling me, yeah, and making but, fun of me, and I, I was just young and happy to be there. But that's how all that started. The whole, I feel like the whole, not even I feel like the whole fucking the whole like fabric of like the way the internet's shaped now is like forum shit, right? You know what I mean? Right. And like if if you knew if you were involved in it, then you just know how to fucking, you know what I mean? Like hype beast oh. forums, all that shit. Like you know, I don't know. I, I will there. say this, man. The hype beast commenters. 
Those but that's yeah, that's different. The, the forums was like right. a whole nother layer behind the curtain. Right, right. <laughs> like, right. You know what I mean? For sure. That's crazy though. Yeah, I don't know. It's like what like I wanna know if there are forums for like non interesting shit like that. Like like Oh, I'm sure. You know, you know that there's like um all types of like policy forums and yeah. shit. You know that. Or like housewares. What was the what's the nerdiest thing that you've done? In general? Let's just go high school. Like okay. what was your nerdy like what was your nerdy moment? Uh I'll give you mine. Cause I probably have a bunch of good ones. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. I debated in high school. Okay. Which is nerdy in itself. Right? And I did forensics. Uh-huh. I quit basketball. Uh-huh. Which is tight. You get girls playing basketball. Uh-huh. Did speech and debate and forensics and did poetry and prose and all that. That was not... I mean, that's not that bad. It was pretty bad. In Kansas City, it was pretty bad. <laughs> you got to understand. like Not no, a great literary it, tradition in nah, coming bro, out of Kansas nah. City. But shout out to my debate coach, Melissa Reynolds. Yeah. She was my AP English teacher. She's the most important teacher I ever had. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be anywhere without that woman. That woman's amazing. Yeah. Shout out to her. I've wrestled. <sighs> I did wrestling for like a year and a half. I was good, too. No, you weren't. Come on. I was nice. I've like fucked with like no no I'm I'm serious I'm serious I wasn't like oh yeah like I I didn't fucking like you know I wasn't number one but I was like one of the better people on our team like I like fucked people up. Wow. So when we were talking about WWF, no 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 no, it's no it's like the fucking headgear like Roman like that kind of shit you know on the mat whatever. But I mean I was pretty fucking loserish to do. But like why that was fucking in my opinion you got a Letterman jacket. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like if you ask for like what's your weird what's your thing from high school? You know what I mean? I'm I really expected you to to be like. You know, Sergeant of Arms of the Science Club or some shit. Oh, like, you're dorky God, ass. No. I really I thought know. you were coming in with something hotter than that. I'm nah. kind of disappointed. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to say I I'm wish, disappointed. And I... you know what? I'm going to speak for the people at home. They're disappointed too. I really, in my eyes, that's like, in my eyes, that's like, oh yeah, like that's the fucking lamest shit that I ever did. I'm I, like, if you, if you're like talking about like high school, or whatever, like, oh, what's your like dorky version of yourself in right. high school? You, you know what I mean? Like. I guess I'm just that fucking popping and cool that, like, I never did anything worse. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a joke, guys. It's One corny joke. thing I did is I was uh, I was really involved in CMT, Campus Ministry Team. Okay. And That's so that that was, like, totally fine, like, whatever. But, right. But all of the oh, girls thought that meant that I wasn't, like, sexually active. Oh, okay. Right? Was there a strong... Was that, like, a... So I had to deal with that. Like, yeah. I didn't know that that was, like, the perception. And yeah. I was trying to figure out, man, why, you know, why I didn't get any play for, like, half a semester. And then what did you guys do in CMT? We prayed on folks. I don't right. really remember. Uh, this lady, Mrs. Perini, who mm-hmm. has passed, she was a fucking angel on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the greatest human beings on the planet mm-hmm. to ever live. Hell yeah. She just would, like, help people through their shit. She just was, like, a that's helper sick. of people. Yeah, and I fucked dope. with her, so I joined. Mm-hmm. But it didn't help me in the lady arena. And you know, high school is just <laughs> awkward anyway. Yeah. So you don't know, funny. like, you got all these, like, hang-ups. Right, know, right, right. You know what I mean? That's funny because the chaplain in my in my school was named uh, uh, Mr. Burr. Shout out to her. And she was also, like, she sort of, it, she was, like, uh, she, like, she was, like, uh, what is it, theology? So yeah. it wasn't necessarily like, oh, I'm like, this is like the Christian or whatever. It was right. just like, this is just religion in general, whatever. And I'm like, these the are beliefs. Yeah, yeah, right. And she like taught religions classes or whatever. But like, 
she was like kind of like like really good looking and so like she was like the like she was like the most like nah but it was funny because she's like the most virtuous like moral teacher but then would also just like was the one teacher that all the dudes were like yo mr burr it's over it's over you know what i mean like but she she showed she showed like because that she like she was like the same thing like showed so much love and was like the one person that everybody was like oh yeah like if you actually like you know what i mean like crushes on your teacher's is important. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. A teacher crush is important. Mm-hmm. I gotta say. I would say, yeah. Shout out to uh, Mrs. Jones. Yeah, um, but yeah, you can't let them go too far. Can't let them go too far. <laughs> I, you know what's fucked up is every time you've ever heard about some teacher who like dated some sixth grade kid mm-hmm. and it's like terrible news story, it's always in Kansas City. <laughs> really? Every single time. <laughs> really? I don't even look anymore. Oh my god! I'm just like yo. What's going on then, man? What What is? Bro, the Midwest. I'm I'm a son. I'm a product of the Midwest. I'm right. in the Midwest. I you know I, right. I I I give give back to the Midwest. This is what all every like philanthropic thing I do other than Morehouse like yeah. Midwest based, right? Oh, yeah. But it's a fucked up place, man. It's a bad. <laughs> it's a weird. You know what it is? It's it's tough because like in New York, right? Mm-hmm. So like, let's say you live in East New York, which is a tough part of Brooklyn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You could go twenty minutes on the subway. Subway's two fifty, mm-hmm. right? You can go twenty minutes on the subway and be at like Chelsea, be in Chelsea, mm-hmm. be about, about around a bunch of art galleries or something. Doesn't mean you or ever would. But... Doesn't mean that you ever would. Right, right, right. But you, but that you're so close to like dope shit mm-hmm. that it does rub off it does help mm-hmm. somebody goes and they come back right in mm-hmm. the midwest it's so segregated mm-hmm. and the cool shit is so popular like so like concentrated mm-hmm. in these like little pockets that you could go your whole life and not meet anyone that's ever been to a museum right 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 you know what i mean yeah so like it's just fucking, it's just kind of backwards. All the, yeah, yeah, all the, like, anything that you would, stuff is so concentrated, I imagine. Yes. Like, spread out or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you, you wanted know, to go to, like, some bar or somewhere cool, had some, like, tequila avion or something, you have to, like, trek, like, get mad far, get, get in a car. Right. You don't have to drive to get anywhere here if you don't want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I get could. that. No, that makes sense. It's just I don't not know. there. Yo, I had a really fucked up dream. I had a really fucked up dream. I had a really crazy dream. And it's like, it's heavy. And like, shout out to dude. And like, I like fuck with him. But like, I had a dream that Tory Lanez died. And it was like the craziest outpouring of like internet mourning for like a celebrity. Because it was such a, it was such a random celebrity to have died. Not in a crazy way. You know what I mean? But it's like, people have like, people have died of like old age or people have died and it's just like, oh yeah, like, or you're like a rapper and you kind of like a street rapper and you get killed and it's like, that's fucked up. But you right. know what I mean? But it was the game. This was just like, even in my dream, it was just like, people were like, how? Like what? And How I, did he die in the dream? I, I, there was no, I was trying to figure it out the entire time. It was like one of those things where you start seeing like, I don't know why it's like, I really hope that it's not the case that I was like dreaming in timeline, but there was like, uh, just like that sort of oh man yo like not tory and then like people being like wait what like no nah, that isn't true or whatever you know what i'm saying and i was just like damn like that's really fucking nuts like <laughs> he was so like not 
He had so there was like not to like talk about him in past tense, but I just woke up. I was like, it's wow, tight, that it's was tight like, to refer to him like no, like, <laughs> he was R.I.P. to Tory Lane. Yeah, I was just like, wow, like that was so I don't know, like he was his he was no he was so close, but at the same time, it was like if you if you knew about him and he had like fans that really really loved him and were really obsessed with him, but at the same time, it was just like also kind of random. Right. But then it was also like, how did this even fucking happen? And this was a good, like, I was, like, invested in this, like, in this dream. Like, fuck, like, what are we going to do about this? Can I say something related but not related? Sure. With a beanie, like a scully, and headphones, you look like a rapper. Like, you look like a generic rapper brought to you by Tequila Avion wow. 2016. What like, Young I, Beans. What should I Like, you look like Beanie Siegel if this was, like, a vintage pic of... Young beans in the studio before he could grow out his facial hair. Mag, I'm just you know, like, what am I like? You like we're both wearing beanies right now. We but both you look like a on. rapper. Just, yeah. You look like you look like like uh, like the rapper filter on on Snapchat. This is like literally if I swipe that bitch right. This is literally and the rapper filter. Hit, this hit is Jermel. like actually like by definition why Donald Trump won. Like what you just did is like why. Like that, just like, you before. <laughs> like, that's actually before today, what we're dealing with right now. Like before this moment, you look like you work at the New Yorker, but now you're double XL Matthew Chamel. It's cold. I guess. Du- it's, I guess it's because it's 26 degrees outside. This is vibe Matthew Chamel. Yeah. This is <laughs> not even. This is scratch. Remember scratch. Yeah. This is scratch Matthew Chamel. Like, you're scratch. in the crates right now. That's yeah. that's your column for scratch Whew. in the crates with Matthew. Chimel. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Man, yo, did you see that? Um, <laughs> did you see uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Did you see what he said about uh, you flying s- cars? You he said his like, name as poorly as Mike Tyson did. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't watch the show. I just know He's him from like legend. online. I, I smart as black just, dude. Ever. He said that. Well, he is really smart. I thought this was very smart. Neil deGrasse Tyson said that um, uh, we might have flying cars at this point if we didn't devote so much brain power to football. And I was like, thank God. Wait, what? That's somebody crazy. made this point. Because How? What? If he said, I'll, I'll say it again. I know it's hard to imagine someone that looks like a rapper making an intelligent point. <laughs> so I'm going to run it back for you. Um, he said that if we might have flying cars uh-huh. as a society, if humans hadn't devoted so much collective brain power to football over the past however many decades, like four to five decades or however many, like however long it's been. And for, as you put it, the smartest black man ever right. to make this incredibly astute point that I've myself felt in various ways at various times, I was very appreciative of it. Right. I thought that's a, that's a great idea. There's like hundreds of thousands of millions of people like fixated, obsessive right, right. on a statistical level about like the intricacies of like people running up and down a field and like crashing their heads into each other. And all that could have been pointed somewhere else and we might have flying cars now if that weren't the case so it's another notch in my professional sports are a handicap on mankind stance fair so i'm just gonna drop that in this beanie with this (laughs) with these headphones on right now he's pretty cool even though i butchered his name he's ill but wait so let me ask you this though couldn't I mean that could be said for anything? We could cure cancer if we stopped worrying about, you know, music, right? No. Tell me why. Because music 
is a cure. Music heals the soul. Bro. You know? All I'm saying is that music, his argument, though I don't disagree with it. Music is art. Music is fulfillment. Music is Okay, could we have cured cancer music if is, we didn't music pay attention science. to football? We're talking about flying cars here, first of all. So That's true. Um, That's true. Who knows? I highly doubt that, uh, you know, chemists are, like, worried about catching, like, Monday Night Football. But... Yeah, flying cars is a completely different. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And I'm just like standing outside, I'm looking at like a green taxi. I'm like, why doesn't that shit fly? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, you know, Uber is like, we'll, we'll ha- you know what I mean? Like, that's like they've like gridded the entire city. They've made it so that like you can track exactly where someone is right. and how someone's going. So that obviously took an incredible amount of engineering and technology. You know why? Why is that like? Where are the, like, tire-sized jet engines is all I'm saying. Yo, if you haven't listened to the episode of Rich Friend brought to you by Tequila Avion, where we interview Mike Tyson at The his best house. feeling on earth was people being like, oh, yeah, like, I saw that. And I was like, are they talking about Mike Tyson? Or are they, like, is this a themed episode? Right, or did they, right. And they're like, no, like, the actual human. Like, we went to the man's house. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to go listen to that. Yeah. What is Hell it, the yeah. fourth episode? Yeah. Somebody got knocked out. George, who was it? There was, like, a who was it that got knocked out? Like, a 51-year-old boxer. Someone. Uh, George Foreman? No, 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 no. It was someone that's v- sad. very like this week, like decided like, oh yeah, I'm gonna box again, nah. and just just didn't go down for them at all. And it was nice. just like, oh well, I mean, you know, that's props tough. to you for trying. Like, you know, that's tough. Yeah, it is. That's tough. it looked tough. <laughs> it looked very tough. That's not cool. But yeah, I well, mean, did you ever get injured when you were wrestling? Um, I think. Nah, I, I, I like, I've, I, I've like fucked up my ankle several times, but I don't think any, I don't think it was ever that, but yeah, no, 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 but yeah. Do you think you're going to get a mini bike for Christmas? Um, no, no one, no one. I don't know. I was about to get, I was about, I tried to get a PS4 with VR over the weekend, but I was in the GameStop and the dude was like. I was like, oh, do y'all have the PS4 with VR? He was like, no, we're sold out. We're sold out in all our locations, and we probably won't have any more until after January. And I was just like, you were extremely helpful. Thank you so much. Like, that was great. You just let you know that you're late. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sorry you're too late. He was like, you have zero chance of getting that from a GameStop. And I was like, oh, fantastic. I really appreciate that. Is it cool or whack that I did not know that that even came out, that that even existed? Oh, hell yeah, bro. They have that shit. You can have VR in your house like through a PS4 and they have like, like you put 30, goggles on yeah and they have like 30 or 40 games with it and it's like that's honestly crazy. it's like the worst VR uh compared to Oculus Rift and all the other ones right but the fact that it's a PS4 is what makes it like that's the most practical one to own right you know what exactly, I mean like because exactly. you can have that it's like you just have a real fucking game system in your house now you know what I mean like right. this is what video games are always supposed to be like basically right but it's also weird to me it was like I was like I want this because it's because it exists, but I was also like I can't imagine what I would look like sitting on my couch in my own house with the goggles on. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like that it's would a little. It's like kind of crazy, involved. you know? Yeah, right. Like to just be by yourself with the goggles in like 
silence yeah you know it's like kind of but because you gotta wear headphones too right right, exactly um and then i'm like yeah like you wouldn't even have the tv on so it's like i'm in there and like my roommate comes back and i'm just like in fucking call of duty whatever and like don't know that he came you know what i mean i'm just like how would this affect my actual life my day-to-day life at home if i owned it how quickly would i go blind um (laughs) how like how how long would it take me to fall asleep with the vr on is call of duty your game you know Nah, I, I don't really. Nah, I like I play, but I never really got super into it. Heavy, like the way people do. Yeah. I was I would have just got it to like fuck around and see what it's like. But yeah, I can't because it's sold out. So I can't even buy it for if I wanted to be nice and buy it for someone else. I couldn't because there's no more. So if you're a friend of Matthew Tremell's and you're looking for a Christmas gift for him, this whole podcast has pretty much just been like a platform for me to plug the things that I want you guys. I got you something for Christmas. <laughs> no, you fucking did. This is a good time as ever. Did you give get... me some fucking avion. I got you some bottle of tequila. <laughs> How the fuck did you know? Man, I don't know. How did I guess? It's exactly what I wanted, man. You're fucking you're the greatest, man. You're fucking awesome. See, that's what friends are for. Right? You Rich know? friend. It makes a great <laughs> gift. <laughs> it makes a great gift. Um, man, happy fucking holidays happy that, kwanzaa have you ever celebrated kwanzaa Matthew mm-mm, mm-mm. you do you, no no i i had a teacher once that tried to try to force it on me really yeah it was weird it was very strange was i cel- i've teacher. celebrated hanukkah like in the in that same way of like school shit like the bread i was gonna fucking, say that bread is yeah, banging you know? and they had the applesauce mm-hmm. and, and like, the, I, i'm gonna mispronounce this and I, i'm not gonna do it. i'm not gonna play myself yeah <laughs> it starts with the l and it's like a pancake what is it called a latke yeah I'm, I'm not gonna do that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. shout out to miss tannenbaum <laughs> all the, the teachers shout out yeah um but yeah, yeah. so uh, happy holidays you filthy animal yeah yeah man yo what's good what up guys Mag, why don't you tell the folks who uh, just joined us? Man, yo, uh, this is a guy I've known for about six years. Yeah, five or six years. Um, I consider him one of our uh, most productive creatives. That's really good. That's a good way to put it. There's a lot a lot of people uh, say they're creative director, and they talk about a lot of uh, things and ideas, and that's important and dope. But Heron Preston, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, he... He he really makes dope shit that you can see, that you can experience, that you can take home, that you can wear. Um, and so, you know, I feel I feel honored to have him here fresh off of uh, this insane uh, exhibition slash collection. It, it was a, it was a, it was definitely an, uh, a, a work of art. And the and the exhibition itself it was an exhibition, but it was during Fashion Week. Um, why don't you Bless, thank why don't you. you tell us about it? Yeah, um, man, no, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. thank this you for is, kicking it, man. This is awesome. So the Department of Sanitation project, um, I was just kind of exploring new paths to take with my art, my design. I didn't want to do anything predictable. I wanted to do a collaboration, but I was like, man, like who's it going to be with? I wanted, I was interested in uniforms, like. What what happened, what you guys saw was like a series of like life experiences and ideas that had been building up over right. like two, three years. Right. Um, so, you know, a couple of those experiences, like one of those was like, man, I wanted to do uniforms as just a designer. Right. Because um, mm-hmm. I've always been inspired by that look. Um, another experience was like a friend of mine once asked me, <clears throat> you know, like, are you interested in applying art and design? 
and fashion to art and design and fashion, or are you interested in applying that to wicked issues? And I was like, whoa, that's a that's a crazy question. Like, <laughs> yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. no one's really asked me something yeah. like that or challenged what I could do with my art. Right. right. Um, that's just interesting because you always hear people, whether like artists or designers or whatever, talk about like that kind of wall that they have. Like, you hear, uh, for example, like. Uh, artists like visual artists will like often say that they're envious of musicians because like if you make music like the whole world can hear a song mm -hmm. but like art sort of gets you know only like some people get to like experience it or are fluent in it or yeah. even casually interested or whatever so yeah. it's like seeing something like what you did which was like working with the department of sanitation to design uniforms and like that's something that like people are going to touch you know, or right. like that can, or that it reaches on that level, but it's still informed by all this other stuff. That totally. Like, you People know? are totally. like, yo, my dream collaboration is Nike. And Heron was like, <laughs> my dream collaboration are the trash men. Yeah. Right. right. Seriously. Like, I'm going to go. Seriously. And I've always looked at them, you know, they're on the street. That's streetwear to me. They wear tees. They yeah. got That's Tim's. the real streetwear. Hell right? yeah. They got Hell Tim's. Yeah. They wear Dickies. Hell we yeah. wear that too. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? But they're they're cleaning up a city that we live in. And mm. without them, we wouldn't be able to live there. Mm. Like this, the relationship. And it's just like it's super like durable and like rugged they fucking ride yeah. on the back of trucks they're Fresh, like you know what i mean like wear. it's like yeah like the whole just like idea of yeah. that work is very in line like so, i was super impressed by that for honestly. sure thank you um so yeah all of that all of that i noticed and i was like man um they're dope i want to do work where like that's that's right, a sick, right, right. Sick, like uniform look so when so that question like are you interested in applying like art and design to wicked issues that question plagued me for like a couple years i was like what's that wicked issue that i care about because i know i do care about right. stuff right but right. i never really thought about what i really cared about and so i was on vacation in ibiza Stunt button. <laughs> we call out all stunts on this podcast. Of, right. you know what I'm, no, I'm just swimming around, and you know, this plastic bag floating in the ocean brushed up against my arm. I thought it was a jellyfish at first, and I was like, once I realized it was garbage, it kind of had that my epiphany, my moment. I was like, oh, that's what I care about. This yeah. is the wicked issue that I care about. Like, I hate when my beaches are dirty and there's red cups in the sand, and I hate litter bugs, and mm -hmm. that's the kind of that's the issue that I want to get ahead of. And mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute. Fuck! I've also wanted to redesign uniforms. The DSNY is a uniform force that cares about the same things that I do, mm -hmm. and that kind of the stars just aligned in Ibiza. I was like, "Fuck!" When I get back to New York, as I they gotta... often do. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, you, uh, there was also like the zero by thirty program yeah, with the totally. Blasio. So, did you actually? Which was he? Uh, actually, I talked about it on an episode before, but he wants to like reduce waste in New York to zero exactly by twenty thirty. That's cool. Did that you? you know actually talk to him like did you meet with him or how did that relationship start um so once i got back to new york i started just um researching the department of sanitation figuring yeah. out how i could get in touch with them to pitch this like i, I had an idea to do like a t-shirt collab with them using vintage t-shirts mm -hmm. to kind of uh, emphasize like sustainability and fashion because fashion actually is the uh, second most wasteful industry next to oil hmm. so i wow. knew that the Jesus. department of sanitation would be interested in in a project like this because yeah. it's all about like eliminating waste but i didn't know about the zero by 30 initiative um so i approached them with the idea and um, they were like, we have this initiative called the zero, called Zero by Thirty, which aims to send zero waste to landfills by the year twenty thirty. Like this project could be for that. Right. And I was right, like, right. oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Stars, yeah, yeah. stars aligned. Yeah, the stars right, aligned right, again. Yeah, right. And so I pitched, the, I pitched the idea. I was like, yo, I have this loose idea, but it can't be complete until you guys input your ideas. Now, did, so, did, were they aware of like? 
who you were or like how did you sort yeah, of translate did to like kids camp out for yeah you know what i mean like did they have any context nah they didn't they weren't aware literally like they were they were into the idea they didn't really know so much about me or who i was because yeah. obviously we're two different we're two different worlds yeah absolutely but i had i had a i had an idea that i had been thinking about for like a fucking year right. so it was already flushed out i had a presentation i had so much thinking put into it in research mm-hmm. you know i had i had been going to talks by their in-house anthropologist robin nagel so i was learning about the department mm-hmm. waste i knew how many employees they had like i knew all this that i had all this information right. from my first meeting with them so i impressed the fuck out of them when i right, sat down right, with them right. and they're like wow and then once they learned that they could make money out of this t-shirt collab so i so basically i was inspired by their artist in residency named meryl ukulele who back in the 70s approached she was a new yorker who was passionate about maintenance and that that's how she that's what her artwork was Mm -hmm. she looked at herself as a mother as like taking care of her kid as like art and so she looked at maintenance as art and so one of her big projects was like photographing polaroids of like janitors in this building that she worked in and Mm. she she was like hey i'm an artist i'm gonna take photos of you and i want you to treat your work as if it's art and i'm gonna make this big installation in the building and celebrate you guys and so yeah eventually the department of sanitation caught on to that and like hey can you are you interested in like doing that with us and so she eventually became their artist in residency, which was like, I think the first type of position like that at like a government agency. Right, right. Um, and so the big project she did, which was like a milestone in the art performance world, which uh, was called Touch Sanitation, where she shook the hands of every sanitation worker in New York City back in like 79 or 80. And it so took her sick. like one year to do that. It's crazy. And as she shook their hands, she said, thank you for keeping New York City alive. <clears throat> so it's all about celebrating service workers and shining a light on on them and, and changing the negative words used yeah. in society about right. garbage men. They hate right. that word. Waste men. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sanitation workers. And mm-hmm. so when I learned about that project, I was like, oh man, that's fucking cool. They've already yeah. done art projects before. Right. Right. I want I to I thank the sanitation workers myself. So my version was to use money uh, raised from the, the t-shirt sales to gift them to maybe a foundation mm-hmm. or, or whatnot. And so... Right from that idea they were like wow we can i was like if you if we made money together like do you have a list of things that you want to get after because i know you guys are with the city and you have budget cuts and so if there's extra right. money what would you want to do and we're like we want to start a foundation to one day open up our own museum and so that so because of my project they launched the foundation for new york strongest um which will one day help open a museum for them wow so Tremel, when you got like little uh Tramel Jr. Mm-hmm. and he's like there and he goes to like the very ill sanitation museum. Right, right, so right. Probably being like Chelsea or something. Yeah. Like, like it'll be because yeah, of it'll be like Sonny, you won't believe. Yeah. Yeah. I sat down. I had this a man. podcast. He's yeah. like, what a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That sounds very, very Hell yeah. not in the future. Um, was it were they surprised? I mean, I you know, I went to your to your show exhibition and I mean it was packed. You had cool kids you know it was like it was the same day as yay's show yeah at fashion week and you know it was a very similar turnout from kanye west's (laughs) runway show you know what i mean were they like oh shit who is this guy like did did they did it click before then did it click then i think it it, was like i think it all clicked then at the event i think it all kind of like they were like whoa like what he could bring the streets out yeah they were like wow yeah and i think that was because they were probably picturing like a bake sale like, oh, this dude's going to make some T-shirts. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like were, something yeah, very were, like yeah. low fi for it was really funny because for them they were really excited because they were finally getting involved in like fashion and they had never been to fashion at week or done right, anything. Right, right. Running, like they thought I was gonna do a runway show and all of this stuff. When's the runway? They were getting super excited and that's they, dope. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, getting ready. Like, like where the models wear? at? Like what's yeah, up? Like yeah, yeah, the commissioner, yeah. Catherine Garcia, was like asking me what she should wear and that's like so the style advice. So cool. Um but the, You put so, her in hood by air, she's got fish <laughs> her nipples are out. It's like, Bro, yeah, I'm not yeah. the one to style you. They were all so, so psyched. And what what was really special, the takeaway from the event, you know, the collection was cool and the space was cool, but what I I really love to what I was really loving to hear was that people were excited to have been rubbing shoulders with sanitation workers at the event. Right. Yeah. It wasn't just a normal like fashion week event with with all the cool kids. It was right. cool kids plus uh, like the, sand workers right, right, in right. their uniforms. Right. And it was that cross kind of like cultural like right. mashup. Right. Which mm-hmm. was like which then creates like a new path. Right, exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. Like, and that's yeah. kind of what I've been kind of like <clears throat> realizing with like this project is that when you kind of bring two different worlds together, it yeah. creates like this whole new conversation and like that that's kind of that was like the special sauce that mm-hmm. to now, do it. Now I don't mean to bring up a sore point, but um Heron and I we uh we we used to, you know, watch a few playoff games last season. <laughs> uh Heron, where are you from? <laughs> oh. The Bay. <laughs> he's from the Bay Area. Uh, he's a very avid uh, Golden State Warriors fan. And oh uh, uh, how do you feel, man? <laughs> I know that that was tough. Do you feel? Do you feel optimistic this season, though? I do. I do. I feel very optimistic. I do. A, I do. A, a Hall of Famer yes, and added Durant. that to the best team in man, NBA history. Yeah. Dude, if yeah, what if, if they you guys lose, lose this year? Yeah, if they don't do it this year, bro. <laughs> what happens? What happens, Aaron? I don't, man. I don't really know, man. It's just like this is like I feel like this is like their last chance. It's not really, but it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, come on, Warriors. Like three, three, one. Yeah. You know, like looking at NBA, like Instagram, the comments every time, like three, one, like that's like giving them the L. You yeah. Know? Like, how could you not have pulled the fucking championship? Yeah, bro. Who who's the best ball player in in Kanye's camp? Like when y'all <laughs> when y'all do that pl- scrimmage or play yeah yeah yeah. For his um, who could play? Who could play them? Uh, who can play? I mean, Ye's pretty good. His cousin Ricky is pretty is good. Is really good at basketball, man? I mean, I mean, he's good. He's he can play. He, he can play. He's from Chicago. Like you know, I like, just need like why are there no videos of Ye like actually balling, balling? scrimmage? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why do the cameras get seized? The phones yeah. get seized. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. man. Yo, so uh, like backing up. Um, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you uh, used to work with Aaron, like got your start sort of. To tell the people anyway. who don't know who Aaron Adon is. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Aaron just sort of uh, among probably the sort of formative cultural luminary rich friend like this sort of like downtown art style subculture or whatever. Dude's like still at the center of it right now to this day and. Uh, has mentored a lot of young folks coming up, like uh, Young Heron. Yeah. Um, can you like just talk about you know that time period, like your totally. early days, like first coming to New York, yeah. like what you were into, what you wanted to do, what was going For on? For sure, man. That was I was that was like in two thousand and four, mm-hmm. and I had already been observing New York from a distance in San Francisco, where I'm from, through like Vice magazine. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a lot of downtown coverage of like, you know, the art scene, mm-hmm. you know, Ryan McGinley, Dash Snow, Aaron, right, right, you know, right. his whole circle of, of, of friends. So I was like 
super fascinated with that and and paying attention, you know, through Supreme and you know he was the face of Supreme at the time, mm-hmm. and so as a skater and kid curious about art and design and style, like that was the coolest kids, you know, and the movie kids as well. Right. You right. know, those were all those dudes yeah, at the yep. same circle. Yep. So I was so fascinated with just like New York street culture. And so when I got to New York, I went, I came for Parsons mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I was blogging at the time and I was just super curious about people. I'm super fascinated. Like I love people watching. I just love connecting with people. And so I started doing interviews like that was the content I was creating was like, yo, can I do a video interview? And I had a little Canon camera and I would <laughs> flip nice. over to the video, the video feature and yeah. just start recording, yeah. you know, with a little SD memory. And so Looking I was mad, like so, frosty and grainy. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. YouTube 1.0. So I was doing these little interviews for my blog and Aaron was like, the biggest interview I'd done at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was opening up the window to like downtown New York for like kids back home in San Francisco. Right, like, right, look at right. All this cool shit that's happening in New York. Like, this is why I came. Yeah. So Aaron was like one of those, those dudes I really looked up to. He was doing anything and involved in all this cool stuff. So I did this interview, which like literally like broke the internet. It was before YouTube. And so to host videos on, on sites, you it was like pulling from your own like bandwidth from like, Right. Quick, quick time. Right. <laughs> wow. So yeah. you had to literally like download a 500 megabyte like right. video before right. you could watch it. And mm-hmm. so people were sh- like pulling like all this data off of my like, I only paid so much money per right. month. Right. And so I actually got a bill in the mail for like 500 bucks yeah. because I was going over like my, <laughs> my crazy. Yeah. videos. And then YouTube <laughs> came and it just totally revolutionized everything. I was like, fuck, what? Right, what right, right, right. Crazy. But yeah, so Aaron connecting with him, it was like, off, then he was doing Off Bowery and he was like, he was like doing block parties that no one else was doing and he was opening mm-hmm. up pop ups and he had like, um, you know, the Off Bowery location over on Sullivan, which used to be an old ravioli factory. And, he opened up the anything store. It was just like it was like a really special time for, yeah. for New York. It was like it felt so fresh and so new and and now it's totally different. You know, right, a lot right, of those right. a lot of those but people. There, but there are kids that probably feel right now exactly how you felt in that that time exactly. period, which is why I asked because like, you know, uh mentorship, I feel like we we talk about that a bit and it's like it's really important. You know what I mean? Like, was there anything that you sought out from him or even not even in like super specific terms or like was there anything that you remember that he mentioned to you in that time period where you were like okay that's a gem that i'm gonna hold on to um, or something you know what i mean like yeah i can't really remember maybe not maybe it's a haze maybe specific. it was just like i didn't learn shit from it was just being bubble. it was just like he had so many just codes yeah and he was just just like his wordplay, just like his finesse right, just right, like right. how he moved downtown and connected with people like i was just I was just wanting to like be like Aaron and just be able to just connect and work with like really interesting and creative, cool people who were mm-hmm. like making making New York a really interesting place mm-hmm. and 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 changing and changing New York. Um, but yeah, I can't really remember like a gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A gym. Your, and your dad me. was like super important to you too. Your dad was like, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. My dad has played a big part. He's also an artist and uh, SFPD uh, police officer. Oh wow, uh, retired now. Oh wow, retired now. Yeah, I'm actually yeah, making yeah. a zine uh, about him for uh, pay- this paperwork. Um, <clears throat> paperwork is like a publishing zine, publishing. Yeah, uh, that's sick. And so I found all these old photos of my dad, like mm-hmm. before he was a cop, when he was a cop, and like when he retired. <laughs> Do- this all. <laughs> is it That's is it dope. crazy when it seems like young you know young folks are kind of 
not declaring war against police, but it's just the relationship has been so crazy. Does yeah. that make it tough to be so close to a police officer? And I assume if he retired, he was probably a police officer for decades. Yeah, like you know? three. Yeah. Um, it's it's weird because I have a different relationship because my father's a cop. Yeah. Right? And he's a good cop. Like right. he would tell me stories of like dudes. He was like, man, like if a dude come up, he would work in the worst neighborhood in San Francisco called Hunter's Point. And I've he been was to Hunter's <clears throat> Point. Yeah, insane. It's still like, bad. Yeah, yeah still I was about to say bad. gentrification is not. Yeah, it, that's not going to change that neighborhood. Yeah. But um, but yeah, he was like a people of the streets. He would like have real conversations with like right. people, and and if they asked him for some money, he would give him some money, or you know, he would. He told me in one story, he would hold court on the street with like drug dealers. He's like two drug dealers, like you be the judge, and then you like right. he would just Hell like yeah. make them like right. he would just like he wouldn't take Conflict a lot of dudes resolution. to jail if they weren't like killing somebody or raping somebody. He was like. Yo, just like take the drugs throw it away and just let them go. Like right. he had the relationship where dudes would come to like, yo, Officer Johnson, do I have any warrants for my like, do I have any warrants out? That's like, so tight. You know, like he was just for the people. And so yeah. I so I was like, with with what's happening now in the world, I was like, wait a minute, like world, like there's good cops out there too. Not every yeah. cop is like a bad cop. Right, yeah. right, right. Was there I mean, is that like my like was that super strict? Was it like a typical, you know what I mean? Like, oh, dad like lays down the hammer because he's like an officer. Like, out in the world, did he bring that home? Or was it like you guys nah. had a completely different relationship? Right? Yeah, I had a totally different relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess from the outside, having like a dad as a cop, you would think it would be like super strict. But right. nah, he was he was, he was was a super chill dad. He was like, hella, he's hella goofy. Yeah. And he's just super cool. And, yeah. and uh, I remember he brought like crack home once from like, he had complicated <laughs> it. He was like, Heron, this is what crack looks like. And he had a little, it was in a little, like a uh, paper bag he, like open it up he was like on his shift he like came home real quick between shifts like, this, is, this is what it looks like Holy and i was shit. like whoa that's yeah. just crazy that's fucking nuts um, little did he know you probably have seen a lot of crack at parties <laughs> cool kid parties and it was yeah it was nuts i remember i remember once the fucking um the movie um domio menace menace mm-hmm, society mm-hmm. that first opening scene when he walks in the store and like tries to steal a 40 ounce and yeah. the shop owner is like, I feel sorry for your mother. And right. then he sh- blasts him right there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. My dad works with these thugs in the streets who have these pistols. Right. And it's and it, if it's so easy for them to like shoot someone for just right. saying I feel sorry for your mother, that means it's so easy for them to shoot my dad. Right. And I was right, a little right. kid and I just started bawling, crying. And I was yeah. like, Mom, call dad. Is he okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So Holy it was like shit. that also like that also like really affected me too. It was like, man, my dad's out in the streets with some fucking crazy dudes. Right. Like right. this is kind of scary. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. What did you want to be when you were a kid? I wanted to be an architect. Really? I was watching, I remember watching this movie, um, <clears throat> and this one kid had the sickest room. And I was a little kid watching this kid have like, he had like, he had like a tree in his room and he had like ladder going up into his like bed. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, I want to design a bedroom like that. Like, yeah. I want a sick bedroom. <laughs> and so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah. I mean, it makes so sense. I was like, I yeah. want to get into like architecture. And so I think that was kind of like the first kind of like, vibe that I, I wanted to get into as a kid. I wanted to be a magician. I was about to say that's such a better answer than yeah, like, yeah. Like, like architect like yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Very close, very fair. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I dig it. Yo, I, I feel like um you 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 know, our generation, every kid wants to uh create things, right? Like the the two most overused words are uh youth and create you know <laughs> and and 
and it's like you get <laughs> you get kids who I think their intentions are good, mm. right? They yeah. see you, they right. see Verge, they mm-hmm. see y'all running around and making dope shit and you know, doing art talks at Basel or yeah. Paris Fashion Week, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they don't seem to I think that the ideas the ideas idea of it where it's like this is just an idea sometimes it's just actually not even a thing you know what i mean mm. and do you do you ever look at and i know kids run up to you all the time and by kids i mean they could be like 40 i just mean like yeah people run right. up to you all yeah. the time um do you ever feel like they're taking the wrong aspects of it? You know, like you sit down, you design something, but you know, like you just took us through the whole process, part of the process for the Department of Sanitation, right? And you researched it, went to them, met them, came up with a date, came up with the program, did the thing, created the tangible things, produced that, da da da, like all of that. Mm-hmm. When I think what they what they see is just oh. This, this final result right you know yeah do you ever feel like like you're you're showing them do you, do you they're taking the wrong thing for the hundreds of thousands of brands <laughs> yeah do you on instagram no. right right right. <laughs> right you know like do you do you look at that and be like man i wish they would do something different do you think it's cool the way that they're doing it um i, I it's <clears throat> it's like i think it's i always encourage every kid who comes up to me DMs me their ideas. I just keep going, keep going, keep doing it. Yeah. Because I, you know, like it's, it's, they're young. It's, it's like, man, like I'm thinking like real kids. I'm thinking like real real kids, like under me. And it's, it's a, it's a learning, it's a learning process. And I'm just hoping that they, that they do think out, they are starting to think, think outside the box and, and taking what we're doing and like, going in a different direction again creating like new right. paths you know it just takes takes time it's like that it's just like it's it's a special moment for a lot of these kids where it's like observing us and it's just like like you said like this is that like when i moved to new york i felt this special right like this special thing and like i don't really feel it anymore because i've already been there 12 years and a lot mm-hmm. of people who inspired me have like either died or moved away and now this is a new moment for like this new generation mm-hmm. like when i was 21 like these kids were like eight yeah exactly you know what right, I mean? like, right exactly it, so it's crazy now to like be like wow like these this is like in the next 10 years like they're going to be where where we are um so it's just really interesting to see like how they are interpreting like our ideas and like flipping them or making them better or like really pushing them or like it's like the little brother big brother kind of mentality like the little yeah. brother just wants to like he's looking at the little brother and he's like I'm gonna be cooler than you. Yeah. Right, yeah, you right, know what right, I mean? Right. Is there like, anything that you see that you particularly like in that, like in that respect, like uh, either like from someone like younger than you or whatever, like anything that you were like, oh yeah, like that makes me want to kind of like stay on my shit, you know? Just how just it's natural, you know what I mean? Just continue to stay like natural right. to the to yeah. what you know what you're what you're doing and and having some piece of an element of like <clears throat> you can clearly tell that someone's like discovering discovering something and it's special for that for that person so anyone that you that kind of has that vibe in like their work mm-hmm. um it kind of who's younger than me it just reminds me that i just keep staying curious mm-hmm. you know like once you i remember like when i worked at nike once um uh <clears throat> i think fraser 
Fraser Cook, who who is um, Cook visionary at Nike, does all like the special collabs. I think he like left a note on my desk, and it said like, "Once you lose your curiosity, it's over." And I was like, "Whoa, like, yeah. that's yeah. crazy! That's yeah. crazy!" And like, I didn't I didn't know at the time who left it. I had just started the company. I just went to the bathroom and came back, and there was a note on my desk, and I was looking around, like no one around my desk, like who fucking left this here? <laughs> I love that. Like most offices, a note on your desk is like, "Yeah, like I left the sandwich in the fridge. Don't touch it." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like. Like or it's like a, it's just like, a memo. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I've heard you talk about uh, a while ago this like idea about like friction. Um, that like you know you can say uh, like lions, tigers, and bears, and like people know exactly what that is. But if you say like you know like iced coffee, Germany, and like some other shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like things that are kind of like disparate or really different. You like jam them together. Mm-hmm. It's like more fascinating yeah. or like more interesting. Yeah. Um, do you feel like I feel like I've seen a lot more of that now? You know, I feel like especially uh, the way that like sort of culture like moves through like uh, this sort of like linear kind of feed so to speak, whether you talk about like Instagram or you talk about like time or whatever, like people that are able to like jam things together that yeah. like don't necessarily belong, like yeah. it's, it draws people, you know? Yeah. I mean, even uh, like the the Uptowns with the Gucci print on them, just shit like that, you yeah. know what I mean? That yeah. like doesn't work together, but yeah. should like, yeah. do you feel like, uh, is there a way to like standardize that? Is there a way to do that like consciously or does it, you know what I mean? Like, can you say like, oh yeah, like I know that this is gonna work like these two different pieces together will like make something, you know? Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was with that whole, with that whole project, it was like, man, like I want to, I think I wanted originally just like, um, make some Gucci Air Force Ones. Right. With, with the North, with the normal Nike check on them. Um, cause I've always wanted a pair since, since living in New York, you know, going to Brooklyn or the Bronx and seeing those right. like Air Force Ones right. wrapped up in plastic yeah, on the wall. Right, like, right, right. And I never, in that era, I never bought, I never bought them. I was like, I want to remake my own. Mm-hmm. And I, and then I was just on that whole bootleg phase mm-hmm. cause I was doing that. I had done the NASCAR shirt at, at the time, like a, two, I still two, have what, a year joint. or two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Very like, right now. was it just like, fuck shit up and just just have fun at the end of the day and, 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 and go against, go against the rules and break, break rules basically. Mm. Um, and so I was like, wait a minute, what if I put a bathing ape, um, uh, star on an air force one? And I remember photoshopping it and sending it over to, um, Eric, uh, Eric Emanuel, who, um, was, who does these like, uh, snakeskin, like basketball jerseys. And I was like, dude, can you help me like make these or like <laughs> put these together? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but so the whole thinking was just like a collaboration that would never, ever happen ever in the world. Like something that, right, right, you know, something right, that exactly. would never, ever yeah. happen. Yeah. Like, and I remember, um, my friend Dice, um, back when I was doing the NASCAR show, he's like, Heron, keep giving us stuff we're not supposed to have. Right. And like, I'll always yeah. remember what he told me. I'll always remember that. I was like, man, that's what people want. Yeah. They want right. the shit they're not supposed to have. They want the stuff that's that so like, yeah. they want the stuff that like would never really exist in the real world. Yeah. And yeah. so I was always been into like that kind of, that kind of vibe, that kind of idea. So you'll start to, so like a lot of kids, you're now seeing like mashup ideas mm-hmm. of like, <clears throat> like my friend Ava, like she's really pushing that whole kind of brand mashup. Yeah. She'll, she'll yeah, have yeah, like yeah. a champion, like a Chanel C on like champion. Yeah, right. She's, right. Right. she's yeah. crushing yeah. it with, with that dope. whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah i'll see like little pieces of like these vibes popping up like last night this kid had like a champion hoodie v files and he put his logo on it It it's like all these like different yeah you know yeah it's like yeah that's you know living up to the fullest potential like i remember i was reading like this um this this interview with raf and he was like the industry doesn't live up to its fullest potential. He's like, what if like I went and did a collection for like Mark Jacobs or Mark Jacobs went right. and did a collection for like me or like mm. all these designs. If you took like away doing- the lines like that and mm. just let people took away the lines. Yeah. It's like he was basically saying Literally. there's too many fucking lines right. that right. are that are not allowing industries to live up to their fullest potential. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so so I think this is like this is kind of like the moment. We're gonna start to see a lot more of that, I think, right. in the next like in the future yeah, what, yeah, yeah what's the best party you've ever been to because you've been to some fucking parties yeah i've been to some fuck i mean man what's the what's the one though the one like what's the one uh, what's the one um i feel like it's gonna i feel like it was maybe in like my younger years in new york or like or in Paris. I used to live out there as well for like school. I did a semester abroad. What's the fucking, what's the party though? Um, I think the last, the last one I can really remember was at Coachella, the weekend through a big ass house party. Mm-hmm. And like, we were all sitting around a bonfire. It's like French, Kanye, like everybody, like Khloe Kardashian. Mm-hmm. She like gave me Molly. I'm like, <laughs> <fucked> <laughs> like it was just like, everybody was just like it was just a good really good time it was just a really really good time it's just like everybody was there and just like friends and just like no drama just yeah like raging and then like waking up the next morning to like music playing because we were staying at this hotel it was like a pool party starting at noon it was just like right. a party just kept going like right. the next right. morning right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it has to be a house party that has to be the answer like house parties yeah house like party yeah it was a house party like, yeah. yeah. it was yeah. a house party yeah yeah, yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. House parties, I'm pretty sure, probably way more in my kind of like, my like, if you flip through the pages of all the parties I've ever been to, like right. the house, house parties, parties were yeah. for sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, the yeah. Best, yeah. The yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, I feel like even when you, uh, you know, you talk about how whatever, like downtown shit, right? And it's, there's this kind of wall, you know, like uh, people not everyone sort of experiences that. Uh, And there are a lot of like references and a lot of like people and figures and like history and lineage that are kind of like walled off. If you don't have a sort of way in like a Vice magazine or like a whatever, whatever you were looking at at that time that like got you interested in it, it's like sort of not really significant in that way, you know? It's Mm -hmm. like means a lot to a small amount of people versus like meaning a little bit to a lot of people, you know? Um, Do you feel like, uh, you know, now, seeing that that window is a bit wider or you know a bit more accessible or a bit more like fascinating to more people is that good for the space is that good for like the energy does that like complicate things does that like make it harder to sort of like have a voice and have it stand out or you know what i mean like is there i feel like stuff broadens and like people say that it gets watered down but it's also like there's you know when you put more ingredients it can only make something more you know mm-hmm. like i don't but like yeah what do you think? yeah i think it's a little bit maybe a little bit of both right a little bit of both it complicates things but it also makes things easier right it's yeah it's 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 tricky i was also thinking i was like talking to this kid last night who like 
I think he lives, he might live down here. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me about like how he, how he navigates, how he's been trying to navigate through the world. And like, he's like, man, like you guys in New York kind of got a little easier because you might be walking around with an idea and then you can just bump into Kanye yeah. and then pitch him that idea. And right. then suddenly you, you might get lucky. He was like, mm-hmm. we don't have that down mm-hmm. here. It's like, we we kind of have to just do we figure out a little you know it's a little different for right, us now. right or you right, could also right. like go to the garment district and buy the fabric you could like yeah, you know what yeah, I mean like yeah, yeah. in it's New York all it's all right all the there. opportunities in yeah. walking so I was saying literally. I was I realized last night talking to this kid I was like man like we both have the same ambition mm-hmm. but like the the those opportunities those touch points right you know are are different right and so so he was just talking about like how he. You know, so yeah, we do this, we do that, and like, man, you guys, you can just run into someone, but we right. can't. Right, right, right. Dream uh, collaboration. Dream collab. Yeah. NASA. I'm still after them, man. Like, I still want to like work with NASA, and like, it, it, it like, I remember reading an article. I was like, man, how come like we haven't gone on the moon? Like, they did that in the '60s. We're in 2016, and like, I want to sit in front of my TV with like my family and like watch someone like right. land on the moon. Right. Yeah. And, like, we did that and just didn't really think about it. We were just like, all right, we just haven't been back. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we were like, all right, it's it was there. okay. Yeah. Right? The moon like, is still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Preston wants to do a pop up on the moon. Right. Like, right, right, the right. first but moon like pop up. So science, so the, all those guys that are getting old and like yeah. kids don't want to be scientists. Right. You know, right. They, kids they, don't really want to be astronauts. That was like, I feel like at one point you wanted to be like a spaceman yeah. when you were younger and that's yeah. just kind of lost. You know? Yeah. It's like, like uh, fashion is like the, like the new, like, create art, creativity like entertainment whatever like yeah, kids yeah, want to yeah, like yeah. you know I think even with like in- Instagram and like celebrities like exposing their lifestyles like man like I want to I want to do that it's like science is not yeah, sexy but getting a fucking selfie on the moon would be yeah the biggest stunt button stunt yeah, like, ever, I mean? ever. Like, have, like an astronaut's yeah. Instagram is probably pretty fucking tight yeah. it's gotta be you know? yeah I What's, follow one Scott I think his name is Scott Kelly he spent a, a year on the International Space Station yeah um, and uh, he had the sickest selfies right. like how could you not like come on like, he had the sickest selfies bro zero gravity was selfies like, oh, that's there fucking was like amazing Egypt. hell yeah right, <laughs> right. yeah like, right it was insane. It's insane. But like working like with in like using the same materials that they use in spacesuits, like make jackets or like make hood, like right. make like make shoes mm-hmm. or like doing just yeah, just like working with them. what's what's the talent that you have that people don't know about? Like for example, uh, I can juggle. Mm-hmm. Mark Anthony Green uh, weaves baskets. Mm-hmm. What? Um, no, I'm kidding. He doesn't do that. What? <laughs> but what's a what's a weird talent like that that you have? Um, a weird a weird talent. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can juggle for sure. I can juggle. I learned juggle like summer camp one year. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I what I really want to do is like do a skate a skate part because I'm I'm a pretty good skater, but like. No, I don't think there's any footage of me out. And I was like, I want to just flex and like go bust and do have a. I was like, man, I need a fucking. I deserve it to myself. Just have a skate part out, mm-hmm. like a thirty second clip, because like right. I don't think a lot of kids like know I can skate. Right, right, right. Who would you, uh, if you had to ride for someone, who would you ride for? Um, man, I'd probably ride for like, uh, like girl or like. Yeah. 
chocolate. Yeah. Like the, those, those, those are the teams that raised me. Yeah, yeah. Those, those guys, Costin, like Mariano. There was some uh, out here. Um, there was like this really uh, bizarre, like poorly designed. Like I think an artist did the piece, like the obstacles for it. But there was a park in um, Wynwood mm-hmm. that sick. was like, yeah, and. It was like with the projections, right? And it was like you know, I was like leaving a show and like walking by it, and it was like maybe like one, two in the morning or whatever, and people were like you know having a good time, like, <laughs> uh, but they were they were they were skating it, and there was no kind of like they didn't shut it down. They weren't like okay, you have to like sign this waiver or whatever. And oh, I was right. like, wow, I'm amazed that this is like legal. Wow, that, yeah. Like, yeah. and there aren't like sixty million like broken ankles right now. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, they were just right. like it was just. I was just like, oh man, yeah, you know this city is pretty fascinating. I hung it up. I tried to skate once. I like bought a skateboard. Oh, really? I had looked at a bunch of YouTube videos <laughs> and then got uh, gassed. <laughs> now, nah, remember that show on MTV Scarred? It was just basically like all home videos of people falling and oh, like breaking. Mm-hmm. And it, it came out the very next day. Mm-hmm. So I had one day where I was like learning how to skate and I was about to get crazy with it like every day. Really? Yeah. So yeah, I got yeah, good. Yeah. Wow. And then that shit, and I watched one episode. And I gave my skateboard away. <laughs> so you, I should follow, you should follow Hall of Meat. It's like... Uh, oh, yeah. It's that like, one, that's kind of brutal it's, it's like a, It's like a... It's from like Thrasher. It's like a section in Thrasher, but there's they have their own dedicated page and it's just like people just body themselves. Yeah. See, I know. Like, a, like a constant feed of just like rough. broken bones. Have you, have you ever gotten hurt? Yeah, I've broken bones for sure. Yeah. I broke, man, I broke my ankle. I've broken a wrist. I've broken my finger. My finger was my pinky, my left pinky. I was um, playing like one on one with my boy basketball, and I went up to lay up with my like right hand, mm-hmm. and my left hand is just just <laughs> right. its own thing. Right, 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 up, right, right. And it hits the basketball pole because I was like driving, lay up, and then boom, and my pinky like went like ninety degree Fuck. like there, and I didn't feel it. It was like a clean break, super fast. Go pick up the ball, and as I pick up the ball, I see my hand. I'm like, <laughs> and then the pain starts right. to kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you yeah, see it, then the pain it. starts to kick yeah. in. I'm like, what? Yeah. Did you pop yeah. it back into place? Nah, it was there for like an hour. <laughs> I wasn't true. touching it. I didn't want to yeah, touch yeah, it. I was yeah, like, right. it was already right. super painful, and my hand was going numb. So my mom had to rush me to uh, moms <laughs> to Kaiser. Shout out to moms, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, she had to the rush best. me to hospital, and like the, the doctor had to pull it back over. I remember once I broke my ankle and had <laughs> this big ass cast and like it was summertime and there's like this, my parents had moved out near like Napa, like Northern California when I was like 13, 14. And there's like a little creek behind mm-hmm. um, the, out by the house. And so we would fuck, go around and like fish or whatever and like just walk around the creek and I fell in. And I didn't. And my cast got wet, and I didn't replace my cast for like two, three weeks. Yeah, and it got super. I'm not sure if she's broken her bone, but it got super like gross and mildewy. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, disgusting. that's bad. Cast culture is pretty fucking great. It, it sucks. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what I mean, like, you gotta like wrap up every shower. Yeah, man, it's a whole day. It's like yeah, it's dedication. Duct tape in a plastic bag. Right, right, so right. Annoying. Man, knock right. on wood, I've never broken a bone in my body. So annoying. Yeah, <clears throat> never, yeah. never. And then never. When you take your cast off your arm looks like 
totally little baby arm. Yeah, it looks, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Off his muscle. It yeah. like, loses everything. So it's like I don't have much muscle to lose. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a fucking shame. <laughs> it's just a bone, so you have to like rehabilitate it and get it back yeah. to its normal size. It's yeah. really trippy. Before before you dip, I want to ask you this question, and I want to ask Tramel too. If the internet shut down right now. And you had to bring back one website first, the most important website. <laughs> what would it be? Right now or ever? Right now. Right now. And that's the only website I had for the inter- my internet. No, no, I'm just saying, like, this is the most important, right? So, like, if you had to, like, build back the internet, you obviously would start with what's If you were most trapped important. on a desert island with one website. <laughs> What would it be? Sure. Xhamster.com. Right. <laughs> Yo, fuck. That's so good. I can't beat that. Holy shit. That gets me, that will get me through a lot. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's so funny. World star. I need my world star too. I was about right. to say, sure. right, right. I'm obsessed right. with world star, bro. I started taking screenshots of like head, uh, head the headlines lately because the headlines are just as I good always as the feel so guilty. <laughs> I just I'm like, yo, I didn't like go to school for this, but I <laughs> like, like literally, legit. I will read the New Yorker. Yeah, go watch a fight comp. <laughs> Right on World Star, right. Right. and then go back to some fucking New Yorker piece. Right. And I'm like, yeah. my brain. Is, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't I be, be doing this. Much time on this. Yeah, the vine, the vine compilations in. are fucking. It's perfect. Oh my god, it's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's like yeah, and it exposes so much of like. I love like seeing what kids in high schools are doing. Like, guys, are we really wait before Definitely. before we sign off? Are we really fucking saying World Star Hip Hop is the answer to that question? <laughs> I didn't, is that I, that's not is that? It's a great site, but I think your site. first I think your first answer was better. If it was if it was if it was gonna be at any time a website from any time, I would I was gonna say, and I don't even know if what like if websites operate on like a time scale. It's probably yeah. still up in some way. But do you remember that site where? It was like an, a game on like like E Bombs World or one of those like sites where you could fucking <laughs> like World. fight with two stick figures. Yes, but it was like that shit it could was be crazy. It's like martial arts shit, <laughs> but was it was like two sick. stick figures. Like I would, if that was like an app right now, it would be on my phone. Like I would <laughs> fully like. I think that's my favorite thing that the internet has done since we've had it. Um, my dad recently said he's he's retired too. He's he's he was an officer too, so that's crazy. I didn't know that about you. Oh, wow. But um, and so he for his birthday. I set, I like uh, set up his TV, like put like smart TV shit or whatever, and put like YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, and like gave him all my like logins and shit, so he could just fucking like vegetate on all that um, and just like binge shit. You know, I'm like, Dad, this is binging, like go for it or whatever. Um, and he's like, I like go back or whatever, like in a couple days and say what up. And he's like, Oh yeah, like I've been watching uh, like professors give lessons on like trigonometry and algebra and all this shit that like i remember from like school that i wanted to like figure out how to do and it's like now i can just sit here and like some dude in india can teach me about trigonometry and he's like the internet is man's greatest invention if man lives (laughs) for another thousand years we will not be able to top the internet this is amazing and i'm just like wow dad like yeah sure it's cool (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile you're like yo but you can watch every episode of the office too right right exactly right i put yeah like i like gave him the shit to like just like oh dad yeah like this is fucking uh stranger things or whatever and he's like no like i'm actually gonna use this for something yeah productive my dad yeah see my dad on the internet he's like heavy on facebook and like posting james brown 
Brown videos. Oh my god! Or yeah. like old videos of like history. He's like super into history yeah. and just seeing him just unlock the internet. It's just like I can just tell he's just having like such parent an amazing Facebook time. Is a it's the best. Parent Facebook. Yeah. Parent like Facebook is the best. Land. But imagine Disneyland for the parents. Imagine living in a world that if you saw something, you only got to see it that one time. Think about that. Like if you saw the most amazing thing, they only got to see it one time. Right. Yeah. right, they didn't get to right. like like whatever we used to yeah. oh, yeah. shit they all the time. Yeah. yeah, they that that like the like, like you saw like James moon, Brown moon landing. Yeah. yeah, they just had to see it one one, one time. time. Yeah, like if it yeah. came back on the new whatever. But yeah. like James Brown yeah. and Prince and Michael Jackson on stage together, they got to see it one, one time. time. Whereas like if that happens to us. There's a million camera phones. Yeah. Right, There's a right, million right. links. Yeah. You know what I'm you can saying? Relive it the next so you, morning. So imagine if they're like, oh no, all that shit that you loved, you actually could see it again. Yeah. yeah. Like it's here. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, we yeah, would right. bug out too. Yeah. yeah. Remember that? It's trippy, man. Straight up. It's super trippy. Yeah. Yo, bro, thanks so much for coming. Thank through, you. Man. Yeah. Man. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Yeah. And um, everybody at home, man. Stay you know? safe. Don't break any bones. Yeah. yeah for safe. sure. Wear and helmets. We're excited to see what you're cooking up next. Give us a thank you. Thank you. What's the next, like the next thing? Um, I've been working on my own collection. I'm working um, uh, out in uh, Italy and we're going to launch in, in January, Men's oh, Week. Oh, let's go. Yeah, Men's nice. Week. Congrats. So that's going to be super exciting. Wait, like for my Milan first, Fashion Week? New York Fashion Week? For Paris. Paris. Yeah, Paris Men's, Waves. January 20th. I'm going to have a showroom out there. Wait. Um, so I've been working on that. I'm up every morning at like 7.30, 8 o'clock just to be on like Milan's time yeah, to yeah. just like designing over Skype and like WeChat, just like yeah, that's amazing. So that's kind of how many pieces you think? Like fifty. Oh, what? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be up there. Like yeah, forty to fifty. What? Heron Preston mm-hmm. is the name. Yeah, <clears throat> Heron Preston. So we expect the very rare Heron Preston Rich Friend Podcast collaboration <laughs> brought to you by Tequila Avion with the with, with the oh, very yeah. rare threads. Like we, you know, yeah. vibes. I was doing yeah. a lot of one offs, you know, and I was. I'm like, man, I got to start like making real money now. Like these one-offs are like cool art projects, right. but like how do right. I actually like if I'm really into this, I'm going to keep doing it. I might right. as well make that step. Yeah, make that step. Make yeah. take that leap and and pr- have a proper have a proper like presentation and proposition of like of, you know. So, yes. so yeah. So sick. Yeah, Yo, man. bro, we'll be Productive is the right word, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yo, man, thanks, bro. Thank you. All right, sign it uh, off. Yeah. This is perfect. Peace. Thank you. Conversation is a loudspeaker network production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Tim Einenkel. Our executive producer is Chris Morrow. The views, opinions, and hilarious jokes expressed on this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests featured on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Tequila Avion and its affiliates. Please don't sue us.